Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. The NBA Finals are in Miami. The Stanley Cup Final is in Miami. Lionel Messi is coming to Miami, and I'm in Miami. Tony, why aren't you in Miami? I'm Tony Kornheiser. Too close to Levitard. Too close. Speaking of which, I just spent the last two hours with our dear friend, bam, Dan Levitard and his new digs. You ought to see what a mogul, what an entrepreneur. I mean, what a master of content Levitard is now. It's huge. I'll be through some money down so you didn't have to do that. I would hope so. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, Chris Paul's future, the live tour might live on, and we will preview tonight's Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Final with Kevin Weeks. But we begin today with Denver beating Miami in Miami last night by 15 points and retaking home court advantage and a 2-1 lead in the series. The game was decided in the second and third quarters when Denver outscored Miami 58-44. Both Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray had triple-doubles. Wilbon, you were there. What yeah. did last night do to your perception of this series? Well, Tony, when, when Jokic and Murray are playing like they did last night, that's what made a lot of people pick Denver in five games. I said six. But when they're playing like that, and I know, look, we haven't even gotten to the point to game four yet, which is here in Miami, and the Heat have come back. Every time they get counted out, they come back. They bounce back. They got plenty of chance to even the series. But when Jokic and Murray are playing like that, that's got to be the number one takeaway. Tony, it was a historic game. You know, two teammates or teammates with triple doubles in the same game had not happened in the NBA Finals. And to go 30, Jokic throws up a wilt-like 30-20 and 10 line, and you just go, my goodness, this is when you have to believe he's the best player in the world. So I thought, obviously, that's the headliner. And then I thought that Michael Malone's challenge to his team was a big deal. You can talk all you want strategically, and X's and O's always factor in. But Michael Malone went out there and he challenged his team publicly and they answered the call. So those were the two things that I came away with from last night. Yeah, I believe I had this last night and far be it for me to point out that you thought Miami would win. I did. I I remember saying to you that I thought Michael Malone, what he had done publicly was the key to the game. He called out his team. He said they had a lack of effort in game two in Denver. Um, and he put it on the line for his team. I said to you yesterday that Malone had pushed all the chips to the middle of the table, and I said to you that I thought the game was more significant for Denver than it would be for Miami. All the chips in the middle, and he draws aces. I mean, they win that game. Mike, I don't think it matters now if Miami were to win game four in this sense. I believe Denver coming out of this game believes it can and will win this series. Miami has to shoot. They cannot outmuscle. Uh, Denver. They cannot out-rebound Denver. In game one, their best shooters were two for 21. They lost. In game two, 17 for 30, which is great, and they won last night 10 of 32. 
That's Martin and Vincent and Struess and Robinson, 10 and 32. That's not going to get it done. They have to shoot to win. Tony, they, they have to shoot to win, but they have to defend and they have to play with a lot more energy. Now, nobody questioned their effort publicly. Spolstra didn't do that. Jimmy Butler, though, I thought accurately, and he started with himself. One of the, thing, one of the many things I love about Jimmy Butler, he said, we got to play with more energy, and by we, I mean me. And he talked about himself in tone. I thought that Miami was a little low-key on energy to start that game as well. I'm not going to say the series is over because this is the point where we have counted out Miami in the past in these playoffs, whether we're against the Knicks, not Miami because they were up 3-1, and then they were up 3-0 against Boston. But, but I'm not counting them the out, point, you, well, I'm not Tony, they out. can still – I know you're not. They can even mm. this series Friday night, and we'll see where it goes. Right. But you asked me originally but, what I took from it. My God, Jokic is great. He's great. And, Tony, he and Murray really? are a great tandem. I don't think Maybe we need to discuss their legacy just yet, but they're really, yeah. really, really great together. We move on to another team you love, the Phoenix Suns. Yep. Have a new owner, Matt Ishbia, and a new coach, Frank Vogel, and it looks like they may be going in a new direction without Chris Paul. Various reports indicate the Suns are likely to trade or waive the 38-year-old point guard. Wilbon, you are close to Chris Paul personally. What do you see in Paul's future? Well, Tony, it's hard to know right now. I mean, you know, you could go big future and talk legacy, and you see Hall of Fame and maybe a broadcast career, maybe an executive career somewhere in basketball. Yeah, Chris Paul can do whatever he wants. And he, you mentioned he's 38 years old. But right now, I'm betting he's still going to play basketball. By the way, in his future right now, immediately, I'll be cheesy for a second, it's promoting his new book that I edited, 61. But I won't go yeah, down too cheesy, far down that good. path. On sale at yeah, fine right. bookstores everywhere. Um, Tony... Chris Paul's family lives in Southern California. And LeBron is famously close to, a lot closer to Chris Paul LeBron is than, say, I am. So he can go there if they can work that out. He could go back to the Clippers if they work that out. If your family's in Southern California, I am biased. I hope he stays in Arizona, where I, too, am often. I hope he stays there. I hope he can work with Booker, who I know he loves. I hope that he and Kevin Durant and Booker have more than like a 10-game season, and I think they can still go through that window and get close to, if not win a championship with Frank Vogel. I do. Get rid of Aiton and go from there. That's what I hope. And all those things are so, on the table. Trade, rearrange, redo, all that's on the table right now. Chris Paul had the lowest scoring average of his career this year, 13.9 points. He had two assists fewer this year than he had last year per game. He struggled defensively, and of course, as he does every year, he got injured in the playoffs. So I remember when that happened, I said to you, I think he's doomed. I will say this, that I don't believe that you could hire a new coach without giving a new coach an indication that you were going to move on from Chris Paul. So I think they probably knew that in the interviewing process. You're 100% right. He can't be a 40-minute-a-game guy. But he no. can go to the Lakers and help out. The Clippers have a new point guard every five games. He can help out. He could go to the Boston Celtics, and at the end of games, he could organize that offense, which just looked so haphazard most of the time. So, he, yeah, all of those things, I think, are on the table for Chris Paul. Yes. Sure. Yes. But I, I, you know, I just think he's a 20-minute guy now. I don't think it's a 25-minute Okay, minute, I'll give oh, you that point. Maybe a little bit long, yeah. more than 20 minutes, but there are so many places he could be great. I, you know, I look, I'm biased. I love Chris Paul. And I think there I are teams he could help immensely, and you named a few of them. You did. So, yeah. you know, there's some still yeah. basketball great greatness left in Chris Paul. It doesn't have to be 40 minutes and 82 games anymore. It probably can't be that. 
Let's move to an ongoing question surrounding the merger between the PGA Tour and the Saudis. Alan Shipnuck of the Fire Pit Collective reports that the Live Tour plans on continuing past this season. Shipnuck says Live Commissioner Greg Norman told tour employees on a conference call that Live as a standalone entity will continue to be one and, quote, that comes right from the top, close quote. Tony, what do you make of this? Well, I make of it that uh, Greg Norman wants that to be true, because if it isn't true, Greg Norman is out of a job. Right. You no know, game. I would point out that from what I read, that Greg Norman had no part in the negotiations and was told 10 minutes before the announcement that this was going to happen. So it's possible, Mike, that Greg Norman is paddling around furiously at the moment. We've been talking about this story for three days. We have no detail. We have no clarity. We have a bunch of people jumping around as if they know something and they don't know anything. <laughs> if I understand this merger correctly, it works like this. The Saudis who were bankrolling the Live Tour have decided to bankroll the PGA Tour, create a super PGA Tour with right. their money. That indicates to me that the Live Tour might not be long-lasting. It, it might be, but in any case, the agreement also says that Jay Monahan is at the top of the chart, the top of the flow chart on the PGA Tour. So even if it did exist, Greg Norman would have to report to Jay Monahan. That's not going to work. They don't, they don't like no, each other no, at all. No. I think the larger, the largest issue here is, is this, the reunification of the great players onto one tour. How and when is that going to happen? These guys left the PGA Tour. They're going to have to reapply. There's going to be a process to get back in, and I suspect, Mike, there's going to be a penalty of sorts. I don't think they're going to bounce back and forth from one tour to another. I just don't see that. If I had, if I was, say, Brooks Kepka, and I've got the number of majors I've got and the money I've got, and somebody told me to reapply and there would be some penalty, I would tell them to go straight to hell and burn, okay? <laughs> okay. That's what I would do. So here's what's going to happen, because a lot of this is speculative junk. Everybody's going to make a lot more money. Everybody. In whatever, whatever form blob this takes, the guys on the PGA Tour now and the guys on the Live Tour right now, they're going to ultimately come to one place because they're going to need to be under one tent because that's what makes sense. And they're all going to make a lot more money, whether they're wearing shorts or pants, whether there's team play or not, whether this is on the CW or the Golf Channel. Everybody's going to make a lot more money, Tone, and that's all that matters, even Rory McIlroy in the final analysis. So until they figure this out, I don't want to go incrementally with reading their tea leaves and breaking it down day by day. Come back when you have something to present to us as a product and spend the money. Go ahead, everybody. Cheers. Yeah, but we got to do a show every day, so we got to talk about something, and I like yeah. talking about this. And I so know do you. Do. Let's take a break. Coming up, the Florida Panthers are sticking with Sergey Bobrovsky in gold tonight. Is that the right call? We're going to ask Kevin Weeks. We'll also ask him whether Matthew Kachuk needs to dial it down physically. Brooks Kemp, I just think he's going to take orders from somebody on the I PGA hear what you Tour. Said. Huh? I think he might. I think he might, depending on what the penalty is. But they're going to have to reapply. That's going to be in there. That's I got what, your application, That's Holmes. why Rory... Pardon the interruption is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour.
The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action, live and in person, with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, and every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Welcome back to Pardon the Interruption, presented by Corona, part of Happy Hour. With Vegas up two games to none, the Stanley Cup final moves to Miami tonight, where we find our great friend ESPN hockey analyst Kevin Weeks. Kevin, we're going to start with this. The Florida Panthers pulled their goalie, Sergei Bobrovsky, in game two. They intend to start him tonight in game three. You were a goalie. In the mind of a goalie now, what's going on in Bobrovsky's mind? It has to be all about the reset for Sergei Bobrovsky because he's been great this entire postseason. Had not for him, they wouldn't be where they are. Games one and game two. Game one specifically, I thought he was outstanding. He gave them a chance. Game two, he wasn't as sharp, but the team did not play very well in front of him. Penalty trouble kind of coupled with the fact that they were screening him taking away his sight lines on the puck. So uh, he didn't really have very much help. He could have sued for a lack of support in game two for sure. But coming into this one on home ice down here in Florida, South Florida, I think he's going to be focused and he's going to have to have his best game of the series, perhaps of the playoffs, to give this some life in their group. Kevin, let's, let's shift the discussion to Vegas for a moment. A big, strong, fast, physically imposing team Okay, but it's not just talent. What is making them click right now? Their synergy right now. They, their offensive and defensive synergy is off the charts. The way these guys defend in their defensive zone, they're making plays, they're boxing out, they're getting repossessions, and they're breaking out of the defensive zone pretty quickly, and they're forcing Florida to take shots that they don't want to take. They've done a very good job of dictating Florida's offense to this point. Then on the offensive end, they can make plays off the rush, off the attack, or once they get into the offensive zone, they can make plays off the cycle. And I have to say this as well. Their defense have been a big part of the offense, and Jonathan Marshall is sizzling along with Jack Eichel on that top line right now for the Vegas Golden Knights. I'm going to bounce back to the Panthers for a second. Matthew Kachuk is, was the star earlier of the first couple of rounds, but lately he's just been logging a bunch of penalty minutes does he need to dial it back physically? And is that even reasonable or preferable for him to change his approach from the last couple of games? 
I think so because he's he's a hundred plus point scorer consecutive seasons last year in Calgary and this year's first year down here in Florida with the Panthers. He's an offensive player. He's a power forward. He can influence a game with some of his physicality, but they need him on the ice. He's a difference maker. He's brought this team into the fight. He helped them get into the postseason. He's helped them get to the Stanley Cup final. Now that they're here, now Matthew Kachuk's going to have to settle in and play his best. And I'm going to tell you why. The Panthers have been trying to bring this game to the back alleys. The Vegas Golden Knights have no problem playing there. That strategy worked against the first three teams, but it's not going to work against the Vegas Golden Knights right now. So Matthew Kachuk's going to have to stay out of the box, make some quick plays offensively down low, use his size and his skill, and focus on playing the way he can. So we'll get you out of here on this, and we'll get you to tonight's game. It seems clear that if Florida loses tonight's game, the series is is all but over at that point, which doesn't mean that Florida will lose tonight's game. So I will ask you, which way are you leaning in Game 3? Not the whole series, in Game 3. In Game 3, based on my conversations with two of the GOATs yesterday at MJ's Grove 23, with the great <laughs> one, Wayne Gretzky, and the GOAT <laughs> 23, my man MJ, <laughs> I'm going to say I'm leaning with the Florida Panthers because they got to get off the mat. They're at home in South Florida. They're not just hanging out at the Grove like I was. They're not at South Beach hanging out at the one rooftop like maybe Wilbon was. They're going <laughs> to dial it yes. in, and I look for them to I look for them to have a big one tonight on home ice here in Florida. Wait, and wait, I'm wait we can't, we can't so let great. you go without asking you. You were with both goats. Now these these yeah. are the true goats: Gretzky and Jordan, goats. Jordan and Gretzky. Man. Uh, well, let's get Rarified to something more air. pressing here. What did you shoot uh -huh. if you went and played Did Grove you win some money? And you were in your own yes. cart, you know, and listen, you were going 80 miles listen. an hour like everybody else there. What did you shoot? <laughs> listen, I'm a smart enough man to know what I don't know. And what I don't and what I know is the fact that I'm not really a great golfer. And when I was around all those elite cats, I just want to sit back. I sat in the clubhouse the whole time. I was in there watching them play cards, talking, soaking up the, all the knowledge. So I didn't even go out there because MJ blew the horn after they had gone out and everybody came back in and we're playing some cards and having some conversation. So that was, a, that was a, uh, an Ivy League education in listening to two goats. I'll put it to you that way. Good for you. Good, Good for you. For and you, thanks Kevin. for being on, yeah. Kevin. Thank thanks, you. man. Appreciate you. All right, fellas. Thank you. Thanks for Let's having take me on, one man. Last Keep us a break. great work. Thank you. Still to come, are the Vikings right to release Dalvin Cook? And will Oklahoma win the Women's College World Series tonight? Tony, I'm about an hour and a half or so from the Grove. You think somebody would let me on if I drove up? I think they would. Not only would they let you on, I think they'd let you play 36. Because I'm told <laughs> the guy who owns that joint... Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Pardon the interruption is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Happy time, people. Happy 40th birthday, Kim Kleisters. The Belgian tennis player and former world number one won four majors, one Australian and three U.S. Opens. Her career was interrupted periodically by retirements. Kleisters first retired at age 23 in 2007. She came back after the birth of her first child. She retired again in 2012. Kleisters came back for a third time in 2020 and then retired for good in 2022. All three of her children were born during her retirements. Her Belgian countrywoman, Justine Anand, now 41, won seven majors, four French, one Aussie, two U.S. Opens. They're wonderful players. Their careers were completely overshadowed by Serena Williams, who was their contemporary and who overshadowed everybody. Yeah, Tony, you know, I didn't like the Belgians, and I used to rip them all the time. Yes, Until there were women yes, and former women, women formerly on the tour, who said to me one day, why do you hate the Belgians? And I said, I have no re- no rational reason for hating yeah, the Belgians. Like Why? I said, they're very nice people. Stop it. So I did. Good. Happy anniversary, NFL. On this day, 57 years ago, the NFL and AFL merged, ending five years of direct competition. Both leagues have thrown money at college players to convince them to join their league over the other league. As salaries increased and the upstart AFL proved it was in for the long haul, the NFL decided a merger was the prudent course. The merger called for the leagues to become centralized in 1970 under the name NFL. To balance out the conferences, three NFL teams, Steelers, Browns, Colts, were paid $3 million each to move to the AFC. The league invented the Super Bowl and then began to catch money as it fell from the sky. And nobody had to reapply to get into the NFL. Nobody from the AFL had to pay a fee to get into the National Football League. And now everybody, sure? people like you particularly, sure just sort of you know, you sure? slurp the shield. That's where we are. You sure? that you, sh- you sure? Happy trails, Dalvin Cook. According to various reports, the Minnesota Vikings running back is expected to be released tomorrow if he can't be traded. Cook is coming off a fourth straight 1,000-yard season, been with the Vikings for six seasons. Although Cook gained 1,173 yards last season, his average yards per attempt, 4.4, is the lowest of his career. His 69 yards per game, second lowest of his career. His eight touchdowns, second lowest in the last four years. Cook, 27, was due to make $11 million if he spent this entire season with the Vikings. Wilbon, doesn't it seem like the Vikings are an annual disappointment? Well, because they are. Uh, Running backs have been so de-emphasized, Tony, there's just no telling. You can't even tell who's great or potentially great or impactful anymore because they just, people, coaches don't want them. Quick to the big finish, number one seed Igor Fiontech and unseeded Carolina Mukova advanced to Saturday's Women's French Open Final, which is the bigger deal. Mukova's unseeded in the French Open Final, beat the number two to get there. Longtime Notre Dame AD Jack Swarbrick will retire next year. That's a big deal, right? They got their own network for football. Yeah, that's a big deal job. Luisa Rise of the Marlins went two for four yesterday, is now hitting 403. Do you like him better today than yesterday? I like him every day, but just don't start giving me Ted Williams before we get to the middle of June, please. Justin Verlander versus Spencer Strider tonight. Who you got? 
I got Verlander, but I had Scherzer last night. Then he got, he got rocked. Last one, Oklahoma can win the Women's College World Series tonight, but will they? Yes, it's all they do. But Florida State will finally start Catherine Sandercock, their ace. I don't understand why they didn't pitch her last night, but I, what do I not get? Oklahoma's likely to win. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time, and I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, knuckleheads. And now, here's Sports Center. Watch the hockey tonight, Tone. It's a puck night.